Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen and always joined by Gary Potterfield. Good morning, Gary. How are things in D.C.? Uh, It's a good day, I think. Uh, The the weather is uh, turning a little bit. It's been really weird weather and uh, it's gone from like, you know, 10 degrees to then, then then the next day is 50 and rainy and then. And, uh, and the end result of all that is uh, like headaches every day. But today's, it's, I think it might be sunny. So it'll be huh. all right. In the 40s, maybe? Huh. And you, oh, how's, how's, how's greater Albuquerque or, or worser Albuquerque? <laughs> well, you know, it depends on what you think. Uh, Interstate 40 was closed by two fatal wrecks uh, about, gosh, maybe 10, 50 miles apart yesterday. And... Um, you know, our crime numbers are bad, but we did come in second in the nation for having the least annoying commutes. Well, I saw the commute thing going on. I was surprised that D.C. didn't get uh, didn't get a nod for, for, for having a lousy commute. And I couldn't believe Pennsylvania was in the top five. Isn't Philadelphia a nightmare? Like it's anything to me, any state with I-95 running through it is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, well, that's a that's a that's a big I mean, I-95, it goes all the way up and down. But, um, yeah, Philly's pretty bad. But, yeah, but just there's just, you know, there's so many different places where commutes can be horrible. What were there? Was there one guy had like a four-hour commute one way? I, I've heard people in D.C. have close to that, some folks going into the Washington Navy Yard with, uh, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles just to get to work in the morning. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Quality of life. Who cares about quality of life when whatever? <laughs> just, right. Right. Um, so, so, uh, so how are you? How are you guys? Wait a minute. How are you guys in such great shape? And what's the average commute in, in Albuquerque? Let's get to that point. Oh, I mean, I don't even know. But <coughs> my average commute is going to the airport, and I live 25 miles away, and I can get there in 20 to 25 minutes. Well, actually, your average commute on a regular daily basis when you're not flying to D.C. is about uh, what? 45, about, se- 45 seconds, yeah. Yeah, see, there you go. That That's not a bad commute. No, no, not that's at right. all. That's right. Not at all. So, uh, uh, but, you know, uh, it's been kind of wild at Vox Op. I mean, I, we're out of January, and I cannot even believe that. Um, we've, um, we're starting a new... Um, uh, training effort with some uh, IT, some Navy IT executives next week, which I'm really excited to get started on, and we're preparing for a pretty massive photography contract. Right, uh, the world as we know it will will no longer exist. Uh, should should let's not put our uh, let's not put the cart before the horse. But uh, should that come the way we would like it to come, it's going to be a different world for Vox for a while. <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah, the um, of course uh, we're also still waiting for the government to reopen so we can start doing our SBA work again. That's yeah, pretty yeah. tough. Yeah, I was thinking just yesterday about that. You know, should this other the photography thing happen, it's going to be like what's going to happen is it's going to be like um, you know maybe like an hour or two of euphoria, um, followed by uh, you know panic, 
and uh, right. you know short t- short tempers and all that kind of, for for all the great stuff and then and then eventually uh, you know just good satisfaction for for a contract. I remember forever ago, years and years ago, when I was uh, y- uh, younger and naiver than I than I, than I am now. I don't know um, when I in the Navy uh, was selected for chief petty officer, and uh, I was all excited and happy and it was wonderful. And then you know the the guy who was my sponsor uh, telling me about how I was going, all I was going to be put through and how I was going to be made to go broke. And, and I was like, and I so went into a panic, like, what, what? This is supposed to be a good thing. And uh, <laughs> it was a good thing. Didn't feel like it at the moment, but it was a good thing. But yeah, we've got a lot going on, cool stuff. And uh, other, other little, you know, other, not little, other contracts we're working on, things we're, we're engaged in that we, uh, that, that have started us off good. So um, it's been an interesting year, but I bet you're probably happy for January to end. I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe you were happy I, for December to end. I don't know. I still feel like Thanksgiving should be next week, so I'm so behind. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, so and, and then with, of course there was that. Uh, then was the 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 annual the, uh, the annual uh, visit to the Hyatt uh, when when uh, for the for the trade show that or the the symposium that we support for our NAFC client. Oh, and I thought it was. I really uh, that was. Uh, a phenomenal effort. It just, uh, uh, every crisis, it's, uh, and there's always one at a trade show, which is why I hate trade shows, and thank God we have Rachel O'Sullivan to do them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it just, I felt like the team hit it out of the park. It was a really, it was a really good show. Yeah, but for now, I mean, it's kind of a yawn, because like, yeah, we got, they got this. I'm, I'm surprised that, uh, you know, uh, that uh, Rachel didn't just sit there and just file her nails all day, because she's got it under control. And, uh, and, and uh, the rest of the team, so cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm useless certain- there anymore. I'm totally useless there, and I, I have nothing to do. I, I show up there. I'm like, uh, okay, I'm hoping that there's some, at least some minor thing that I could. Get. There was a minor, minor, minor thing that was like, uh, how do we get the video to to play on the? You know, okay, I'll, I, maybe I can do that. So, well, I felt, yeah, I, I definitely felt like um, uh, we spent. Uh, I spent most of my time trying to sell a bullpen. Yeah, that's uh, that's the, and that's fun, and it, it, of course that's also my 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 current stressor too. You know. Uh, yeah, but uh, but that's exciting. Well, that's yeah, fun the, yeah. stuff. Yeah, the best. Uh, yeah, the the best the best laid plans for optimal equipment. That's but, uh, disappointing. Yeah, I mean, you know that's. Uh, I mean, working on uh, on a on a um, should you even call it a TV show because it's a it's a video show. Uh, that's exciting and fun to do. And we're working on you know live semi live ish productions. That's a lot. That, that's something we haven't been doing much of, and excited for that. And um, of course, always our digital signage opportunities continue to plug along uh, um, at sometimes at a glacier like pace and sometimes super fast. So. I sure was happy to see all the um, uh, activity on our ZipRecruiter account. And please do check out Vox Optima on ZipRecruiter. We're looking for maritime photographers. And uh, gosh, I think we've had uh, 16 applicants since we put that job up uh, yesterday. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We need to talk. We need to contact those folks at ZipRecruiter and say, hey, you would have sponsored our show. That's a good idea. 
We should do it because they're, uh, but they're, they are terrific. It's been uh, it's been the best. Uh, I think uh, in terms of all the things that are out there, uh, wh- whatever they may be, you know, monster and all the other things. It's been the one uh, indeed, but it's been the one that has uh, been uh, just uh, really good for us. Oh, as a matter I, of fact, our, our latest agree. employee. Uh, uh, Dustin Woods yeah. was, was, was uh, he was a ZipRecruiter uh, candidate. I mean, I do think whatever algorithm ZipRecruiter is using, and you know, I found I just um, listened to Bloomberg Radio in my car incessantly, and ZipRecruiter advertises all the time, so I decided to go look at them. So, hey, satellite radio advertising works. There's a um, uh, uh, there's a little factoid for you, but I mean. We were pretty excited to talk to Dustin before he even came in, and we spent five minutes talking with him, and I was ready to sign it. Uh, and so it, my point would be, if uh, you are looking for a job with Fox Optima, go to ZipRecruiter, read our requirements carefully, and make sure you match. Yeah, and then, <clears throat> right. Um, and then we can give you a ball cap. I think I was saying, we'll give a ball cap to all new employees. It'll, it'll be like, it won't be mega. It'll be like make Vox, make Vox terrificer than ever. I know that wouldn't fit. <laughs> in, in <the> hat. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, so that'll be, that'll be cool. Um, what else? What else to get through this first segment? <sighs> Gosh, well, um, I would think it'd be kind of quiet uh, where you are with um, still a partial government shutdown and Congress seeming to move um, uh, like nothing's moving. Right. Well, I w- when I was, I would tell you, let me say one thing about that whole, the whole shutdown thing. It's just, it's just, this makes no sense to me. I was, when I was at the, um, when I was at Access Intelligence uh, last week or whenever it was for that, for the last shoot, um, <clears throat> And talking after the uh, after the, the the production was over, to a couple of the guys there, <clears throat> excuse me. The, I mean, what sense is there for a shutdown if you've committed to paying the people who aren't working, for for all the back pay? Then why not just let them work? I mean, it's right. like, I mean, what what is where is the gain here? I don't get it. I mean, uh, we're not going to have them work, but we're still going to pay them. What? I mean. I'm not, I'm not saying don't pay them. I'm just saying if you're if you're if you've committed by a bill to pay them back pay, then just have them work, please. Exactly. Golly, it's just ridiculous. It makes yeah, no yeah. sense at all. Yeah, and of course, in the meantime, TSA. Um, that's to me. TSA. Well, TSA and uh, my sister Lynn are the most visible to me. Um, uh, Lynn has thirteen thousand uh, dollars worth of uh, contracting courses scheduled in January and February, all canceled, and so by the time the government opens again, she's going to have to work with those agencies. It's it's going to be a couple months before they can reschedule and get everybody there again. So yeah. um, there's there's a lot of pain there, and oh my goodness, TSA. So um, they won't get their next paycheck, but they're going to keep working. Right. I imagine they're really. I, I wonder how much friend are they having fun? Is they fun as they're as they're bringing you through and patting you down? I, I would imagine that'd be a little bit frustrating. Right. Right. Yeah. I know some of the terminals have shut down in places. I know that one of the terminals in, uh, at uh, Bush in Houston was uh, shut down because of uh, because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Miami had one, or maybe Atlanta too. I think uh, so. A number of places have shut down their terminals, some terminals because of it. 
So. Right, right. And of course, I think if we wanted to look back at, at the week, PR fail of the week has to be the Commerce Secretary. <clears throat> there, well, for our, oh, for our PR fail, I was going to say I was going to talk about a media fail, but yeah, okay, a PR fail. Media fail, yeah, media fail, whatever you want to say. Um, uh, even if he's uh, truly that out of touch, but um, to uh, it, it was just such a media mistake to show uh, uh, no sympathy, no. <laughs> um, uh, suggest uh, they take out short-term low-interest yeah, loans. Exactly. Like, th- like those exist. Like those actually exist after 2008 and the mortgage crisis. Those well, don't even they, exist. I think they do exist. It's just, it's called... You uh, mean like it, a payday loan? No, it's, it's like like a mob. We, we can give you a loan, buddy. Yeah. 50% on the dollar or whatever. Uh, well, hey, we're, 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 uh, we're on a break here. We're coming up on a break or we're at a break. It's time to take a break and we're going to come back and you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk about sports, um, branding and marketing, uh, because it's football, it's, it's Super Bowl time. So, uh, our colleague, uh, Scott Webb's going to be joining us. You're listening to the brand ambassadors and, uh, you can have fun. Give us a call. We'll talk about numbers and all that in a minute, but you're on the brand ambassadors and we'll be talking in just a couple minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You 
are listening to The Brand Ambassadors. To reach our program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, I am, I am still bringing us back. Sorry. Boy, I need more coffee. Uh, welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Eric Hamilton-Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield and our own Scott Webb. Scott, thanks so much for joining us today. Good morning, Matt. How are things in uh, New Mexico this morning? Dry. <laughs> like Gary mentioned earlier, the weather's been fluctuating a lot here. Scott's <laughs> not feeling well either. He's not been He's not been doing this. Well, this weather hasn't been good to him either. Yeah, sinus infection at the moment. So great. Yeah. Uh, that's why. That's why we're on the radio. That's why we're it's audio and not video. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, and uh, I know um, you're you're pretty chipper uh, uh, the way uh, the uh, NFL season is playing out, and you know that's kind of what I want to talk about. Um, New New England is in the last twenty years just fielded amazing professional teams across pretty much all sports. And no one, I don't think, causes as much angst in the rest of the country as the Patriots. And so, if you can ta- if you can take the emotion out of it, Scott, uh, why why are the Patriots so successful, uh, despite, uh, in some ways, uh, the the uh, the national irritation at the franchise? It's funny how you bring up the national irritation because as I was a kid growing up. The Patriots were the laughingstock of the league. And as a kid growing up as a Red Sox fan, it was the Yankees who were doing this to the country. Now they pass that mantle over to the Patriots. And I used to hate the Yankees for exactly the same reason. And now I respect them because the team in the spotlight is the team that's most hated, the team that keeps winning. Uh, and it's interesting you, you bring up uh, how well they're doing despite being so hated. And it, it just comes back to the quality of their product. I mean, their logos did change over the years. Um twice it went from a, a Minuteman hiking the football to what looks like a flying Elvis Presley logo uh, but that logo was changed before Kraft bought the team and uh, Kraft and the team wasn't successful until he hired another coach a few years later by the guy but by the name of uh, Bill Belichick in 2000 so from logo changing and branding changing it was seven years before he came on, and then not until another year uh, went by until uh, some guy named Tom Brady started chucking the pigskin down the field. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting how, how hated they are and how um, much they're loathed for always being there. But it's not how it's always been. It's still very recent. I remember, I remember the Boston Patriots and Jim Plunkett. And uh, it was Plunkett, wasn't it? It was Plunkett, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked them back then. Because <laughs> I liked them when they were still the Baltimore. They were still there were still Baltimore Colts, and they were and they were Boston Patriots, and uh, and the Patriots, you know, stunk, and the Colts were pretty good, and and life was all right. And then everything turned to hell. It went went to hell. And and by the way, Bill Belichick, he wasn't exactly uh, lighting it up uh, when he was uh, for that one year. He was the uh, coach of the Browns, uh, and then Ozzie Newsom uh, let him go. But, uh, and of course, great things happen for everybody after that. But Of course, he was uh, doing okay uh, as the Giants defensive coordinator where he won a Super Bowl. There is that. For those who don't know, Gary's a Ravens fan, born and bred around Baltimore. So uh, when we get together to watch Ravens-Patriots games, there's, there's not a lot of 
happiness. You're no, you're actually you're actually uh, very magnanimous, probably because you can be. Because what the hell do I care? They're going to win. They're, it's the Patriots. I don't care. I don't care what the score is. I don't care what the rate. I don't care if it's you know if they're two and four. I don't really care. Um, but uh, but you're, you're, I appreciate that f- from you. But yeah, I think about that. I, I think w- w- about the whole um, the the. For 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 being a Patriots fan, we'll talk we'll, we'll talk branding and stuff in a minute. I think, but for being a Patriots fan, you know, does it get does Christmas does it feel like Christmas afternoon? I mean, like are the gifts already gone? I mean, because you win and win and win, Scott. I mean, does it get old? It's an embarrassment of riches if you're being honest with yourself. I'm not one of those fans who rubs it in the face of everybody because I know what it's like to have a Browns like team. Around, you, you do roll around in it privately. <laughs> um, it's nerve-wracking watching the games. You like it. It it does not get old. And you know, again, if you're plugged in, you know you're spoiled. If you're a Patriots fan, if you're a New England sports fan, you don't know you're spoiled. You're not in. You're not dealing in reality. Yeah. Yeah. And and okay, I I shouldn't bring it up, but I'm gonna. It. We're talking AFC East. <laughs> but they yeah, Miami's getting better. Yeah, the AFC lease, as we call it, in Lynn, Massachusetts. Um, but that's most of the, that's most of the NFL. We focus on it because we hate the Patriots, right? And by we, I mean everyone besides me. Um, but there are other divisions in football where there there are there are bottom dwellers that often get kicked around, and occasionally they'll rise up. But um, yeah, so we'll see how much longer that goes on. I was thinking one thing. Uh, uh, if we transition a little bit to the whole, you know, it's, it's football, all sports is so much, so much money in there now. This is crazy. When I was young, and we're talking long ago, when I was young, um, <clears throat> so w- w- in the summertime, we, we, we had a, we went to this pool, uh, the, the, it wasn't a neighborhood pool, but it was, we belonged to a pool club, uh, nothing fancy. Um, but a member of that club, uh, was the Jim Palmer family? So you know, and Jim Palmer, you know, and Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Fame pitcher, and and you know, I remember back then when he was like raking in the dough at about uh, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, uh, but but he was, in other words, his family came to that pool, and then and then when I was in little league football, my brother's team, uh, he was a uh, three years ahead of me. Johnny Unitas Jr. was on my brother's little league football team, and Johnny Unitas used to sit there in the stands. Um, the bleachers and my dad sat next to him a couple times. My point in all this is, is that there was a time when the money wasn't so crazy where the sports figures were actually members of the community. They, they belonged and, and heck it was for the guys that weren't the superstars. They had to, they had to work jobs in the, in the off season selling cars or whatever. So uh, boy, what a different, I wonder what that means now. I mean, how can we even relate to these people? That's what I wonder. I mean Brady, what's he doing? Um, um, uh, he's 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 bringing in a few bucks every year. Uh, what's interesting about that is he's restructuring his his uh, contract all of the time, so so it's more favorable to his team's cap. And he's not the most he's not the highest paid right. player in the league at all, and yeah. he could easily demand that. But if he did, he wouldn't he wouldn't be um, yeah as successful as he would be because he's team first. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and you, and you, not that he can't, he can afford to be, but still, I think that's a great thing. But I, the thing I notice about that is the fact that um, with him is he's not nearly as visible. I mean, remember Peyton Manning, all, every other commercial on TV was Peyton Manning nationally. Brady isn't like that. 
I mean, you, you see him, but you don't see him nearly like you see. Do you have any idea? I mean, is he big? Do you see him all the time in New England? Some of the worst SNL episodes I've seen are when Tom Brady hosts. He's socially awkward. Peyton Manning's got it. He's just, he's, he's, he's so smooth. He's comfortable in front of yeah. an audience. Tom Brady looks like a cult on yeah. ice yeah. Uh, at a press conference. Yeah, he has a face for it, but not the, it's just right. not inside of him. Right. Yeah. And, and even, uh, so yeah, it, it's, from a branding standpoint, I wouldn't want Tom Brady up at the podium all the time. That's for yeah. sure not for the Patriots. He's just awkward. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want Bill, Bill Belichick at the podium ever. <laughs> I got to get a kick out of him because he doesn't give one little bit to what's going on. He was a general in a previous life of an army. He's just uh, talking. No, it's he interesting just, how- he's, he's too fat. He's too fat to, <laughs> for a military service. Come on. Oh, uh, which branch are we talking yeah. about? So, yeah, uh, Belichick is just facts only. And uh, he's definitely not part of the branding of the Patriots, let's be honest. <laughs> but you know what? When you see sometimes you see interviews with Belichick and you get him away from the, you know, the, 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 the in the moment stuff. He can speak, you know, genuinely and 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 with emotion. There was a I saw a piece on him about um, Orlando Brown Sr. Uh, who Orlando Brown Jr. is a, is a guard, tackle for the Ravens, and and he loved. He called his name was Zeus. He called, went by Zeus, and he loved. He just had nothing but such warm things to say. And like, wow, that's a Belichick I you know not used to hearing. That's the thing is that around local media and in those one on ones, he's a human being. But when he's around. Um, media he's not familiar with or opposing media is he is what you what you're familiar with <laughs> so so I guess what I will you know what do we all think about uh, you know about w- w- how we divide the actual ap- appreciation of a sport like football and all the BS that goes on around it in terms of marketing and and where the money is and what you know what it's all about I mean I, um, I, I have mixed feelings myself it's interesting how we're talking about football and how much money it makes. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is how much the players make because your your offensive linemen certainly aren't making as much as uh, a, a, your right fielders in baseball, for example. Baseballs definitely get the lion's share of the money when it comes to salaries for players anyway. Weird like that. Of course, there's fewer players on a baseball team. There's, what, 55, 52 being fielded for a football team per game, and baseball is, what, half that, 28 or something? 25. 25, there we are. Yeah. So you know, something I'd like to talk about after the break are the um, uh, uh, folks who are saying we may not even have professional football in 20 years uh, because of concern about TBI, a traumatic, traumatic brain injury. And uh, we already see far fewer children playing youth football. Oh, yeah. My son-in-law, uh, I mean, my son-in-law, uh, Joel, who played who played uh, high school football, um, uh, has, has said he, he, you know, he's he's not keen to have uh, little Austin be, you know, be a football player. I don't think he wants that to happen. I mean, a lot of young, you know, people. When you hear this, it's like, wow, yeah. Do you really want this to happen to your kids? When I was growing up, it was like, get out there, quit being, quit being a wimp. <laughs> oh goodness! Concussion never killed anybody today. But, oh. I had this. I had this football in little league. I had this football helmet that was like one of those like 1950s helmets that had, it didn't look normal. It had like the, like the ear parts stuck out a little bit, and I was. It caused me perpetual headache. I mean, nonstop, and I'm like, you know, I'm holding back the tears because you know Frank, my dad's like, what? What the hell's wrong with you? What is with? What's with that face? 
Oh, goodness. You're definitely changing, and uh, that's why you see, speaking of branding in the, in the NFL and TBI, you see these ads now for things they're doing to prevent it more. Right. Uh, not everything from gear being worn to behavior on the field to, to the rules that, 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 that are, you know, that, that dictate that. Yeah. Well, we are talking about uh, football. We're talking about uh, branding. We're talking about everyone's favorite or least favorite team, the, the Patriots. We're, t- we're going to talk Super Bowl. We're going to talk about money. Uh, and uh, I think it's me taking us to break, isn't it? I think so. I'm going to anyway, yeah. Merritt, whether it is whether I'm supposed to or not. You're listening to the Brand Ambassadors. Give us a call if you want to join in this fun conversation, 866-472-5790. Drop us an email, brand.ambassadors at voxoptimum.com, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Gary Potterfield, along with Merritt Hamilton Allen and our colleague Scott Webb, and we're talking about 
sports um, sports marketing and branding and um, and sports in general uh, and all the money that's there. And um, uh, before the show started, uh, Merritt, I'd mentioned to you, I got an email from um, this woman who's the CEO of a company called Open Sponsorship. And I w- I'd like, love to have her on the show one time. Actually, in actually in their literature, they use the phrase brand ambassadors. So we have to have her on the show. Um but it's interesting um, what the what this website they have does is it it links together those who want to get um, a, an athlete to sponsor or endorse a product and then also athletes and so and it's all across the spectrum from the super rich um, I mean I have the NFL page opened up and it starts with Des Bryant and then goes to Rob Gronkowski but anyway um, but but all but people in all you know track and field people lacrosse players I mean people that aren't at all in the big big time but it's a amazing how much um, endorsements and sponsorships, you know, are a big part of uh, athletes. And I think the farther down you go, it's actually becomes much more important to these people to be able to just to, to, to make a living. And so you find things like you, you can like for just a couple hundred dollars or, or less even, you can get some local athlete who's maybe, you know, playing for the um, uh, you know, maybe he's on the AAA baseball team or something uh, to you know, come to your event or wear or, or, or wear your T-shirt or whatever the case may be. It's just so much that goes on to try to to drive this. I just find it fascinating, um, and so I'd love to have this woman on. But um, that it, you know, you can't just play your sport. You know, the big guys can, but but they don't. They make more money in sponsorship, I think, and endorsement. But um, yeah, um, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on that about the 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 relationship between. Money, advertising, and sports. So well, I would, I, you know, I'll, I would comment. Um, uh, it, it's you know, and the money is in the professional. Uh, the money for everyone, I would say, is in the professional franchises. An ongoing concern I have are the farm teams and the college athletes. Where you're right. trying to make it, because you look at a college football player. Um, you're a scholarship athlete. Maybe you're the first person in your family to, to go to college. You have um, a career-ending in- injury, and your education ends, and your health insurance ends. So, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, for the uh, small percentage who make it to the professional leagues because of those kind of uh, the dreams of the fame and the money and uh, being being set for life. There's so so many more who. Um, maybe don't even finish their education. Right. How many years? What's the average uh, NFL career? He's pretty short, isn't he? Like yeah. four or five years? It would, four or five years. So I'm going to yeah. ca- cash in and do as many ads as I can yeah. during that time. Put your body through that. And then with the whole TBI thing on the horizon, I mean, mm-hmm. Junior Seau and his tragic story and, and others since him, uh, the NFL Enforcers, the guys who've fought over the years and they've gotten the same kind of injury. Yeah, I'm going to definitely do some ads for UGG right. and for Nike. Sure. I, I remember um, going back to uh, local Baltimore and uh, Johnny Unitas, his, his last few years of Alive, um, he would go play golf and he had to, he would have to get a, 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 some kind of a strap wrapped around his hand to hold the club because he couldn't use his hand anymore because because wow. you know, you know, he got hit so many times yeah. back before quarterbacks were protected uh, that he couldn't even use his hand. And uh, he, he's, he, he, I think he's, I think he sued the NFL to, to, to no avail. Didn't do any good. But um, yeah, there's that. And Merritt, going back to your point about the college athletes, it's like you know, 
you, you know, if your whole thing is I'm going to make it to the pros, whether it's football, basketball, or whatever, um, and you and you are not the one that make it, yeah, what are you doing? Did you really even get an education? I mean, are these football? Are these? Are these? I always admire when you see these athletes who are pursuing like a law degree, you know, while they're while they're uh, being a sports player. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. Most of them are getting their degree in, uh, you know, uh, you know, sports uh, health or whatever they call it. Medicine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. you know, sports management or entertainment management. Well, and I also want to make the point, the universities are making a ton of money um, from their um, big three sports. Um, huge scandal here in Albuquerque, University of New Mexico, whose football team is never good, just never good. Um, has remained relatively unscathed in a financial crisis. I mean, the attorney general is involved. It's, it's really nasty. Uh, UNM Sports has horribly mismanaged their finances with the result that the only two sports that um, um, are top-ranked in NCAA, um, the ski team and men's soccer, are gone because mm-hmm. there's, not enough, there, there's not enough ticket sales and not enough scholarship money to keep them. And uh, and that's a sad thing because I think for college athletes who just want to play their sport while they get an education, um, uh, the the less lucrative sports are are getting swallowed up. Right, and academics who cares about that? Yeah, how about the you know the the the, the college football coaches are making millions. You know, they're mm-hmm. making millions. Yeah, they're the, the, I think the highest paid state employee in New Mexico is either the UNM or the uh, New Mexico State football coach. So they'll just call it like baseball and just call it, let's, you know, make it, call it semi-pro football, you know? What the hell? You know? Coming back to the whole branding thing and, and uh, the image thing about the TBI and all that. NFL's branding, you know, it has to get better. They've been losing viewership and uh, and money over the last few years because of their um, bumbling of certain scandals and of their players not being punished properly for things they're doing away from the away from the field. Um, the latest example of that is the Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt, who got suspended this season for um, breaking law out, out, outside the field. So, you, know, you talk about branding and sports and those kind of things. It's interesting. Uh, how the NFL is um, this year has behaved differently when it comes to those things. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and at what point, how much do we, when we're watching football, are we, you know, despite the fact that you want to protect people when we're watching football, when you, when you finally do see that incredible sack that just really like, just totally racked the quarterback do we like go, Oh Yeah. The, the big hit, but but that when they take that away, and and we so we all get mad and frustrated that they're taking away, you know, that you can't do anything to the quarterback. It's like 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 that one uh, in, in the in the uh, one of the uh, I think it was the AFC game, wasn't it? Where where the where they hit the, the hand sheet, came down the hand, hit the shoulder, yeah, didn't yeah, touch his face, right? And they uh, called a fifteen yard penalty then, against him for nothing, right? So at what point are I think Merritt, you mentioned earlier, at what point is it we, are we not even going to have uh, the sport because it becomes uh, the the essence of it just goes away. And that comes back to what Merritt was just talking about, about sports they can't play anymore in college. The What was it? The, um, the skiing? So- the yeah. Soccer? Yeah, well, but we want football to keep going. So there's there's something going on there where we, where we want to see the violent play, and that's still attracting attention. But the non-violent games, which are healthier for us, um, they're, they're not. Maybe there's a connection there. Well, 
And at the same time, we've moved really from Golden Gloves to um, UFC. Golly. Yeah. There you go. And, and, that, and that's where the money is because, oddly enough, Albuquerque is a big boxing town. And, uh, but uh, probably our most visible uh, athlete, Holly Holm, has moved from boxing into uh, MMA uh, and uh, playing UFC matches. And gosh, those are hard to watch. Well, we On pay per view, which I've done. Oh, but, really? You have? Oh, my goodness. That's Holly Holm, yeah. You have fight night. Oh, I we we used to we we did MMA when we were little kids. We just didn't call it that. We had other totally so totally inappropriate terms for what that what we what that was. <laughs> my, old, my older brothers would just call it regulating their younger brother. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, it's 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 crazy. But yeah, the other sports uh, you feel bad about it. I always think about that is that if you choose to do if you choose to play a sport. You know, like in the in the Mid Atlantic, you you want to be a, a a lacrosse player. You know, you there is no pro lacrosse league. Well, there 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 are semi pro leagues. My dad played one when he was in college, but um, but you know, I'm not making anything any money at all. So it's interesting when you make that choice about something you care about. I want to be you know, or you use it as, as a means to an end. I go to my dad again. He he became a uh, he was he was a a lacrosse player because he wanted to go to college and his parents couldn't put him through college and he got a full scholarship. So, you know, the, the means to an end. But who's watching those sports, right? Mm. Where's the money? Follow the money. <laughs> um, and there's, there's a lot of it. And you definitely see municipalities trying to get on that bandwagon. You know, our, our general manager, Suzanne, is thrilled that the Rams are back in L.A. and they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, but, you know, I think about the newer franchise uh, teams like the Jaguars and who else is kind of new? Uh, well, Carolina is relatively new. Who else is relatively yeah. new? Yeah, well, Jacksonville, what, Carolina. What a, what a, hey, who do people, who do people you know, in, endorse and follow in, in New Mexico? You guys don't have a team of it. You know, what do you do with the, the, the Albuquerque, uh, 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 what's that baseball team? The Isotopes. Oh, the well, That's the greatest name ever. What is it's the a, uh, the mascot? Um, it, it's like an atomic symbol. Yeah. <laughs> but is that who people it's, actually it's follow? Awesome. They just give up on that and they follow some pro team somewhere, some real pro. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Some. Well, they're, they are game. the... Uh, I can't even remember who they're the farm team for, but the games are fun and the, the park food is on point. It's, oh, good stuff. Uh, but no, and you know, in New Mexico, you've got the Broncos people, you have the Cowboys people. Um, apropos of nothing, we were always Steelers people. I have no idea why, because no one in my family is from Pennsylvania. But and I don't know why either. Who the hell would want to be a Steeler? Right, you're a Ravens fan because they win. People from outside the region, if they're going to pick something and they don't have a team to follow, they're going to follow a team that wins, which probably explains why some of my family in Alabama are Yankee fans. Yeah, yeah my, my dad always liked Terry Bradshaw and Joe Montana. And so those were the teams of choice. But he also loved, uh, in basketball, he loved the 76ers and the Celtics. Um, so, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's also... Um, and or, you know, picking an, org- an organization that you like, uh, too, if you're a true sports fan like my dad was, and looking at the coaching and looking how uh, they operate. I know that when uh, 
into some of my dad's emotional reactions about his teams. And we all just kind of stayed with his teams. Now, I have to admit, being uh, married to uh, an almost D.C. native, uh, we are a Redskins family. There you go. Which, which is never satisfying. No. I'm giving you the, Ever. you're not seeing it. I'm giving you a wrap up, but I'm not, you're not seeing it, Merritt. Oh. I'm, giving, I'm spinning my fingers telling you to wrap up. Oh, okay. Okay. Go, go Browns. Oh, gosh. Aaron, our engineer, go Browns, really? And you're in Phoenix and you have actual teams. That's nuts. Well, we're talking uh, sports marketing with Scott Webb. Please join our conversation at, ah, he's a Cleveland native. Now we know the story of Aaron. Uh, Please uh, join us after the break and we'll wrap up this story about sports marketing. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
You are listening to The Brand Ambassadors. To reach our program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors for our final segment on this Friday morning. I'm Gary Potterfield along with Merritt Hamilton-Allen and our colleague and guest, Scott Webb. And we've been talking about uh, sports stuff, mostly football, but uh, overall about the money, about the branding, about the marketing. Um, and uh, in the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, some of the um, the, 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 the uh, logos and uniforms that and how they look and how they, uh, how they apply. I remember as a kid looking at actually being attracted or not attracted to teams because of the helmets of the football players, you know. I thought the the Rams helmet was kind of cool when I was a little kid. Um, but uh, so, but we were talking about Aaron's team, the Browns, over uh, during the, our engineer Aaron's, Aaron's team. So, um, yeah, that's kind of a – you were saying, Scott, about the Browns logo and look. Hey, look, I love Ohio. Good friends out there. I love Cleveland, and I love every Ohioan I've ever met. Um from Northeast Ohio, anyway, and I'm a fan of the Indians and the Browns. I just I don't know why a team with an orange helmet's called the Browns. I know why. I know who it's named after, but uh, it's time for an upgrade. I work for the Patriots. Just saying. What are some of your uh, so let's just bat it around, guys and gal. Um, what are some of our favorite or or least favorite? And I wonder, you know, does it affect does it affect the the the, the marketing, the money, the brand? I mean, I don't. I wonder. You know, why do the Patriots change? Because it. You know, I don't know. Go ahead, Mary. I, I, well, I just like the college trend of rolling out a new uniform uh, for specific um, high-profile games um, because they almost always look stupid. Uh, case in point, Notre Dame in pinstripes in Yankee Stadium this year. That that was the worst. Oh, I didn't Although see I always that. Ha- that, is oh, ter- that. That is wonderfully awful. Yeah, I mean, it's particularly when you consider how much of uh, the greater Boston metro area sends their kids to Notre Dame. I mean, complete fail. <laughs> You're speaking about something that uh, the NHL does each year. Uh, also, they have the stadium series where they have outdoor games. They have the Winter Classic. I was at this year's uh, my, myself. Uh, it was at Notre Dame. And they do exactly that merit. They'll market, They'll bring out a new jersey to market, and they'll wear it for the game. They'll, they'll cater its design um, and appearance to the venue it's at. And, uh, yeah, but so... There's it, only so much you can do to a hockey uniform to make it different. I mean, it's it's a tunic over a tunic and long shorts over a ton of padding. But I, if that's look cool at marketing, college, by the way. That game, that outdoor yeah, stuff. yeah, the outdoor game. Um, sells. People buy them, even if it doesn't take, even if it's yeah. a slight change, it, it, it yeah. sells. Yeah. But I, I was going back to Oregon. They kind of started this trend with kind of futuristic-looking uh, uniforms and. Uh, it, I think it works for Oregon, but other schools who just don't have the same cool factor have tried to jump on the bandwagon. And, you know, if your school is not co-located with Nike headquarters, don't try this. <laughs> You're talking about the fluorescent green and yellow of the oh, Oregon yeah. Ducks? Okay. And the, and the and the tiny pads, and it's all small, and... Um, uh, and they they wear different colors for every game, and sometimes it's really dark, and the font of uh, the numbers oh, yeah. is always quirky. And I mean, they, they've branded to that, and I think it works. I think when other schools try and co-op that, like Notre Dame had a hologram helmet 
a couple of years ago that looked like a project I did with some um, uh, uh, holographic wrapping paper from Hobby Lobby. I've got an well, idea. Hmm. I've got an idea. Here's what we should do. You should do a game where they replace the regular stadium lights with black light, and then all the uniforms <laughs> and all in the field are all just, you know. NFL rave. And the foot, yeah, the, yeah, preferably the football, right. <laughs> well, and, and they do retro uniforms, which when the Redskins or the Chiefs do it, the colors are just horrifying. Yeah, some designs just don't hold up. Um, the Steelers throwbacks are particularly, um, yeah, not nice, not kind on the eyes. And, of course, the Patriots don't really have a throwback. They've been around since for, what, like 10 years, so, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, the Ravens don't have a don't have a throwback. <laughs> yeah. we, we definitely don't have a throwback <laughs> uniform. Um, Unless they but, go to Indianapolis. Uh, well, I will tell you that's on that subject. On that subject, <laughs> I, I, because I was wondering wondering about you know you know New Mexico and who they root for and such. But when the when the when the Colts pulled out in the middle of the night and went to Indianapolis. Um, I didn't watch football really at all for for twelve years. I just it just it it, it was such a it hurt me so much. I was like to hell with it. And then of course I was in I lived in Indy for two years. I never watched a a, a Colts game. Never went to the stadium. Couldn't do it. Uh, I was out of football until we got a team again. So it's interesting how much it you know affects you. Regardless, I didn't care what the damn uniform looked like. I just wanted a team. I wanted I wanted our team. Damn it. Well, and we we know where Scott is, Gary. Um, who do you want uh, to win the Super Bowl? I I want the Rams to win, uh, just you know for the usual reason. I mean, it's anyone just, but New England. Well, you know, I will tell you that that I I have to say that watching the games, even for example, when I was watching the um, uh, the NFC the NFC uh, game cha- uh, championship game is like when you're watching and and the and the and things happen, you go it gets to a point where you're going. If the officiating messes up this bad, that you 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 stop disliking a team. So I I don't dislike. I mean, if they win, it's okay. I mean, at this point, it's not like oh my gosh, they won again and New England won again. Um, I'm, at this point, if you're, after you how many have they won? Uh, this would be their sixth. If they win, it gets to the point where it's no longer you're going to go. Oh my gosh, I mean, they whatever you know. Last year when the Eagles uh, beat the Patriots, I was just excited for my. Philadelphia area fan uh, friends who are fans there. I'm just happy for him. Oh yeah, I was hoping Nick Foles was going to go all the way because uh, he's just, it's, it's just one of those feel good stories, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Poor kid, only making fifteen million or something a year. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, my heart's bleeding. <laughs> and this is just evolved to you know the the joke about you know you're talking to your dog and the dog basically hears blah 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 Fido blah 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 tree. <laughs> I'm hearing, yeah, it's like it's peanuts, and it's Miss Othmar. Wah, 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 championship, wah, 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 go all the way. No, now we're getting into, stop talking like that. Wrap the show up, Merritt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fascinating, except the part I can't understand. <laughs> but let's remember, I was a sophomore um, halfway through the football season at Notre Dame before I figured out what a down was. This is really not my field. But I think I've, I've uh, uh, tried to handle it uh, like a pro. Well, at you least did. in my mind. In my mind, in my mind. So thank you, Scott Webb, um, New England native and uh, sports uh, marketing aficionado. And uh, Gary Potterfield, as always, um, 
Uh, great talking with you, although we talk every day. And uh, thanks to our Cleveland native engineer, Aaron. That is it for the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton-Allen, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.